listening to The Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Working for a bank means I haven't left enough time for Christmas shopping. Last minute fools like me can save time shopping in Lululemon. Their entire stock of decent jewelry is 75% off. Like these half-weight kind of tons and these carrots, um, they're cheap. 75% off all microwaves and 25% off all slippers. So come down to Lululemon where shopping can leave long-lasting memories, but it won't. Hey you guys, how's it going? Morning of good. And uh, you're listening to the Kelly Slusher Show. And I'm doing this in the morning because I um, just woke up and it's going to be a busy day and it's raining. I have one last podcast to get out before the end of the year and then I'm going to take a break. And then I have plans to release all of my podcasts on Wednesdays and I'm going to get a time and all that stuff trying to figure that out. I want to do a weekly podcast. This has been almost weekly podcast. This um, Sometimes it gets a little overwhelming because if you guys have been listening and you know who I am, I also play music and I'm a musician and I also have a day job. I'm self-employed and that in itself is its own thing because I'm constantly um, getting work and it's kind of a funny I should talk about that sometime because it's it's really funny how (laughs) I should say that I draw a lot of really interesting experiences to myself I'm really good at at business and I'm really good at like getting myself out there and uh, attracting (laughs) clients and I just I don't know I have all kinds of funny stories Um, anyway I won't go into that right now so it's raining outside. You might hear some uh, some drops of rain coming from the million-pound cloud above my head. And um, I talked about that earlier in a podcast that clouds weigh a million pounds. It's so crazy. Um, look it up. Do your research. Go on the Google and look it up. So um, I have a, a temporary housing. I'm, I'm temporary temporary because I'm trying to figure some stuff out in my life and basically where I really want to live and just kind of in that place and so anyway I'm staying in this you know I've talked about this before and I um my housemate was like the other day he had a vacuum and he's like does not get what I do you know because I'm I'm in the back of the house and he had to vacuum the room next to me and he's like oh oh I'm gonna vacuum but I don't want to you know disturb if you're gonna be singing on your pod <laughs> singing on my pod um no <laughs> okay didn't he didn't he want to go into that one it's so funny the difference of uh i don't know people who are like who get what's going on and the people that are completely clueless of that older generation but there's generation because he's older he's like in his six late 60s i mean there's a lot of people in their later years that do know what's going on actually and um Anyway, so it's the holiday season and it's, uh, you know, isn't that exciting? This is supposed to be a holiday special. So the beginning of this podcast of this episode, that was, I did a bunch of fake um, commercials. Like I, I referenced other ones that existed in the world and I just kind of mimicked them. And that was one. And the lady's like, being a banker, it's hard for me to uh, shop or whatever. I think that's the one I just did. And, um. It's like, it's funny because it's like, 
what's is, what does that have to do with anything? We all have, everyone, everyone's going to be busy. No, but if you're a banker, I mean, maybe, maybe there's something, I don't know about that. So I was, I played a show last week and it was super fun. And um, I was having difficulties in the beginning. And then I was going to play some Christmas songs. And then before I played the show, I went and printed out my list of the lyrics and the chords. But for some reason, they didn't print right. And the notes were all wonky. And I didn't have these songs memorized. And so I was just having so much difficulty. And then like I was trying to tune my guitar in the beginning and my face was bright red because I just couldn't quite get it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't, people are here and probably have never heard me. And they're like, this chick can't even tune her guitar. I'm like, no, I can. Just don't stare at me when I'm trying to tune. And then I have this tuner that I bought and for some reason it doesn't seem to be working right. So anyway, but a couple of, a, a group of my friends showed up from my old work and they're so funny. They make me laugh. We have the same humor, similar humor. And so, no, it's like they, they, they're, they're <laughs> that world that I'm in. And so they make me laugh. So when they showed up, everything for me kind of calmed down because they're kind of like, they're so supportive and they love my music and they're, they're really cool. Um, and, um, well, I think they love my music. <laughs> At least some of them do. Uh, anyway, they're really supportive and, um, it was just funny because my friend, <laughs> I know then they listen to this podcast too, so it's kind of awkward. But I'm just think it's it's really funny because we have this ongoing joke. Me and one of my well ex coworkers is you know Jonathan. What's up, Jonathan? He was sitting in this chair like there's all these chairs. He's sitting kind of up front, and um, they're off to the and the rest of the crew is like kind of off to the side. <laughs> he just like sitting there and he looks up at me and I said something to the audience and he's like, "You think you're better than me?" <laughs> and I'm just like. And that's been an ongoing joke. Like, that was always a joke that I would be, like, playing on stage, and people were, like, clapping, and they're like, we love you. And I look at the crowd, I'm like, you think you're better than me? So, <laughs> and then afterwards, we went to this place across the street, and we were the obnoxious group, and I could tell the employees were like, oh, gosh, these people are stupid, because, like, we ordered a charcuterie board, and if you've listened to this podcast, you know that's, like, one of my favorite things to joke about. And because it's current, it's a current thing. And like, I got to get my charcuterie. And so they ordered that. And then, uh, and then I was telling them about, oh yeah, I was making a joke at my one of my episodes about how a charcuterie was like a, called a smorgasbord in the past. And my mom would be like, why, why don't you just put some salami and cheese on there and call it a smorgasbord? And so when they set the, the they brought the charcuterie board and um, my friend, my friend brought a friend, and he was really funny, and he was like, he just looks, because I had told, told that joke, and he looks at my, um, the waiter, or the waitress, and was like, is this a smorgasbord? And she's like, yes. <laughs> she didn't even try to correct him. She didn't even try to correct him. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh gosh, I know, I've been in customer service, we're not making, I'm thinking, I'm not making fun of you, lady. It's just funny. So anyway, um, uh, so that was fun. That was a really fun little show I played, and uh, yeah. So this is nice. I'm taking a little break. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like take a little break, and I'm gonna do some recording and work on some new songs, and then I'll be back. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please give me a five star rating and review, and um, subscribe to me on my Kelly Sasha podcast Instagram, and then also 
on YouTube. Subscribe, follow, and all that stuff that you do. I appreciate it. This next year, I'm going to be making a lot more efforts to grow it. It's just, man, doing a podcast weekly is, it's a lot of, it shouldn't be as much work as it is, but when you, it's the editing, to be honest, because I want it to be perfect, and it's not. But anyone that does any kind of podcasting or any kind of, you know, the videos or whatever, the YouTubes, the YouTubes, all those YouTubes, it takes a lot. I mean, eventually it'd be nice to hand it off to somebody, but then again, they don't really know what I want to keep and not want to keep because sometimes I'll, I just start talking and then I'll listen again. I'm like, why did I say that? You know, like I'll have said something completely incorrect and I, you know, I'll take it out. Um, but generally, there's not too much editing, but it just, you know, I listen to it like 10 times before I even want to put it out. So I was at this uh, farm that was, <laughs> I was, I was at this farm with a friend, with my other friends. I actually make a lot of new friends, like through my job, like through my, um, my employment, my self-employment. I make a lot, of, a lot of new friends and people and, um, acquaintances and so I met some new people through that and um went to this farm and it was I couldn't believe it was in the middle of this you know town the city whatever and it was amazing but we're out so we go and we're hanging out we go by the chickens and we're looking at the chickens and this one chicken's got like it looks like it looks like um Elvis Presley or something because it has like this crazy like the it looks like it had bell bottoms on and it was like whoa did you hear that that was my water bottle like my big five gallon water bottle at making adjustments it was agreeing with me so the chicken was funny and I was laughing about that and then my friend Heidi can I say her name yeah no she gave me permission yes Heidi she's like she looks at me and she goes you know she looks at me and she's like don't tell any she's like hey these chickens they're kind of they're kind of bad vibes she's <laughs> kind of bad vibes and I'm like what are you talking about they're chickens she kind of want to tell me I don't scare the you know the, one of the people there had a kid and like I don't want to say anything I don't want to say anything in front of the kids but these chickens you know they're it's got bad vibes I couldn't stop laughing about that and I'm like yeah the chicken has bad vibes and she was being serious so, um, let's see. Let's play another little thing. Because it is supposed to be holiday special, but, you know. Hey, guys, you get what you get. Just kidding. Monday, Mika Napkins comes home for a touching holiday story. She's a socially awkward shut-in struggling to gather her family for Christmas. I run together my family, and I'm struggling to gather them to come home so I can ask them, Where's my popcorn that I bought last week, family? And while you're up, can you grab me a pop? It shouldn't take a miracle, but it will. On Christmas Eve, watch this show at 8 p.m. So that is my a sketch I did. Mika Napkins is one, a character that I've been doing for years, and she she's funny. I've got her on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. She's got... She wears this, like, the wig just gets worse every single time I put it back. I put it on. It's just matted. And um, she wears, like, the, the big 80s glasses, the thick ones. And then she's always wearing, like, a some kind of uh, sweatshirt that's got some little, like, 
um, like teddy bears on it. And um, anyway, so I'd like to do more. I kind of miss doing Mika napkins. I, I got on this whole Mika napkins kicks, kick for years. Like there's a bunch. So that was 2014. I got really into Mika napkins. I was living in Portland and um, I didn't have a lot going on. I was kind of in this like interim of like not knowing what to do with music and so I just did Mika for like six months. So I have a lot of her videos and then I started incorporating Debbie Nancy. So Debbie Nancy, she's you know the type A personality. She's a you know, she's a she she's a manager and then she also, you know, she 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 works uh, actually she volunteers at the head of the HOA and she thinks she's very important. Head of the HOA in the neighborhood and um she lives on the um, she lives in Gold River, um, in the, also she probably lives in the Fair Oaks Bluffs, like if you know anything about this, there's a certain community, it's a certain type of people, she lives over there. Anyway, um, so Mika Napkins, I brought her back for this little, you know, this holiday special, come watch Mika Napkins, is she gonna find her family? And when she does, she's like, I need to get my popcorn, family, give me my popcorn, and while you're up, can you grab me a pop? <laughs> I mean, whatever. Okay, anyway, it's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle how many times you farted. Um, oh, and this other thing happened. I was hanging out. Oh, at my sh at my show. This is so... I can't, I can't believe I said this. So my, uh, my friend Jonathan, who was at my show, I, uh... He had showed up, and we were talking a little bit in the beginning before I played, and there was an already performer playing, and we're standing by the register a little bit, and we're just kind of talking. And the the young woman at the register said, did you guys get your orders? And I said, oh, no, I'm playing tonight. Me and my friend are just standing here rapping. I said that. We're just rapping. It's like all of a sudden my 1980s mom like like some like some mother like some like mom from like the oh yeah I'm I'm hip I'm just rapping like Debbie Nancy came out like oh no we're just over here rapping what I was like I can't believe I just said that the girl was probably like wow she's rapping over there which means talking but it used to be a way to say it, but you don't say that that's just like you don't say that but I did you don't fart at your friends for five hours and your friend and, and your friend's presence for five hours, and you don't say, "Hey, I'm over here rapping." Um, I did this smell. The, okay, I did this show called The Smelly Show. It's a puppet show. I hate, I hate to say puppet because it it doesn't give it justice. I mean, it'd be like the Muppets, you know, like they did their whole thing, and it was anyway. It was really something I'm very proud of, and it's on YouTube. It's called The Smelly Show. We did a Christmas special. I advise you to go check it out if you want any kind of more Christmassy stuff before all the season ends. I think we're already burnt out. Um, <clears throat> I can only do it so much, but I, I, I really haven't caught up on my like Christmas movie binges yet. Um, Tis the season for savings. Tis the season for savings tis the season for savings 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 savings
I laugh at that. I think that's like so funny. Tis the season for savings, for savings. Whenever you hear it all the time, because I'm always keeping my ears open for like, um, just like fake ads and things that inspire me. But you hear that so often, it'll start with like a jingle, jingle, jing, jing, jing. Tis the season for savings. This holiday season, save big of all stuff. And then 25 more percent off of all stuff and then more stuff. And then woohoo, tis the season for savings. It's so stupid. You hear it all the time. You know the guy from um, Diners, Dives, and what is it? Drive-ins, Diners. Someone needs to tell him, you know what? I, I really got some advice for you. The blonde. I don't like that bleach blonde. When guys do the bleached blonde, I don't find it attractive. Like, it's a thing. Just like the full bleach. Like, like white bleach. For some reason, I don't think it looks good on men. Like a little bit, maybe, but like not like fully like what he does. Like he's obviously has dark hair, you know, just what just saying. He should probably rethink that. But it's probably part of the appeal. People are like, oh my gosh, hey, he kind of looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You know what? I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to these restaurants. No, I, I, I know people love this guy and I've just, you know, I've offended, you know, what, 70% of the population Maybe 50%. No, I would say more like 40% of the population. How many people actually watch that show? And how much food can one eat? I bet he's got girt. Do you think he's got girt? You know, like the uh, heartburn? He has to take Tums all the time. Um, there's that little clip on YouTube, on the YouTubes that um, it's, it's that Nintendo 64 and I don't think this, this one needs to be circulated again because I don't think people remember it. But it's a little kid. It's like, when, when was that? Like the 90s? Little kid. And he gets his present. And it's like, he opens the, the present. And he it's a Nintendo. He's like, it's a Nintendo 64. Oh, my God. 64. Oh. And he's like losing it. He's like, yes, yeah. And the, the the kid's sister, like, she goes in there and like she starts going. They're like, yes, yes. <laughs> I guarantee that guy, that kid now is a big gamer. You think? <laughs> if that was you, whoever you were, and that's it's on YouTube, it's somewhere. If that was you as a kid. I want to know what you're doing now. <laughs> I wonder if they're like, that wasn't me. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Because it is kind of embarrassing. It's kind of like that. The kid, like kids, you know, how dorky. It was really, you know, it's so good. And then in the Smelly Show, I mimicked that where Smelly gets a vacuum. And it's the, it's like the V5000 or something. I remember, I forget, I can't remember what I called it, but it's the the vacuum 5000 or something and like she's like and so we did the same thing where she was like oh my god it's a vacuum <laughs> like slow that we slow it down and she's like it's uh oh no it was a it was the vacuum 1000 vacuum 1000 it was really funny that's really really funny and we mimicked that she was so excited about getting her vacuum and then you're like, who gets that excited about vacuums? Well, that would be I. 
actually like vacuums. I love vacuums and I can go on, I can go on about vacuums. And let me tell you, if you put a Dyson, if you say, oh, I've got a Dyson, I would say, oh, really? You just wasted all your money on a piece of crap and I hate them. I have, I have literally been in wrestling matches with, with Dysons. Like I have literally had fights, like trying to make a Dyson work. Like I didn't understand how you're supposed to pull the thing, like how it's so, uh, it's so clunky. It's so not intuitive. And then the other thing is if it's like a vacuum that has like a battery pack on it, it, it doesn't charge very long. So it's completely pointless. But people really proud of their Dysons because, you know, it cost me this. This one was four fifty, and then this upright was a six fifty. So I paid a lot of money for this. I'm really proud of this. It's like, okay, well they don't work. So I can go on about. I should do a whole podcast on my hate of Dysons. <laughs> so. This isn't Christmas related, but back in the day when there was photos being taken and there was a time when it would take, they would have to sit there. So all those like old photos that you see, the the Victorian and the ones that are, um, anyway, they never smile. It's because they had to sit there for a long time to get an exposure. And that's, I think that's why, or maybe they were just all miserable. And, um, but before that, or probably after that, there was a time when the, the photographer, the word to say, say prunes, prunes. And you can probably, I should look at this, look, look back at some of the, um, the, it, you don't say prunes. So then they start saying cheese, because that makes you smile. Cheese, say cheese, say prunes, and prunes. Um, which someone the other day was like, oh, prunes, you know, you got to stay regular. And I was like, oh, yeah, prunes make you go. Like some people eat prunes just to go dookie. Um, so, yeah, you probably don't want to associate prunes, say prunes, prunes. <laughs> Boy, this family sure looks sad. They don't look very happy. Well, the photographer had them say prunes, please. Clap on, clap off, the clapper. Available in a bunch of stores. Okay, who remembers that? The clapper. It was like this device that you sync to your, or you would hook up to your lights for somehow, and you clap it on and you clap it off. I don't know if I ever experienced a clapper, but it was a thing for a while. It was definitely a thing to clap it on, clap it off. Okay, so we're 23 minutes in. I'm getting ready to wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. So I have one last thing for you, which is um, a story that I found in the back of a... One of my favorite things is the vintage cookbooks. I found this random story in Tucked Away. I bought it at the thrift store, and it was called The Christmas Orange. I thought it was super sweet, so I recorded it, and I'm going to play it for you guys. And if you haven't thought about this or don't know about this... It was a thing to get an orange for Christmas. And there was a time when they weren't as abundant as they are now. And they weren't like three, four dollar, you know, big old bin. Like it was a big deal to get an orange for Christmas, especially if you didn't, if you were like poor, especially during the Depression. Um, My mom tells a story about when she was a kid, when they were really poor. And um, she would get like her cloth 
uh, what do you call it, stocking, and her mom would pour ribbon candy, so it's like the ribbon, hard candy, it's shaped like a ribbon, it's kind of thick, and that would be like her Christmas present, so it'd be like hard candy thrown into the bottom of this uh, cloth stocking and then maybe an orange in there so it was a big deal you know she'd get her orange and then she'd like ooh, and she'd get her candy but all the candy her mom would just throw it in there so it would get all like there would be like bits of fuzz and stuff she'd have to like pick it all out and I'm like gosh geez couldn't her mom have like or my grandma have like wrapped it in something so maybe some wax paper or something where she didn't like you know have to like sit there and <laughs> dig all of the you know she had to like get all the fuzzies out but you know she got her candy so anyway, I thought that was kind of funny and kind of sad. And so here we go. Here's the story, the Christmas orange. And by the way, this is going to, I already mentioned this. I'm not putting out another podcast till the end, till next year, which is not that far away. We're at like the 20, you know, we're, we're getting ready, wrapping it up maybe 10 days from now. And, um, I'm excited about next year and I'm going to be, um, taking a break. I'm going to record some music. And so, yeah, until next time, until next year, this is my 25th or 26th episode of the year. And thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And I look forward to what's coming. So listen to the story. Have a very Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And have a fabulous New Year. And stay safe. Have fun. And don't wake up on the first of the year drunk. Don't wake up on the first of the year drunk with a hangover okay cool your jets because it's bad mojo start the new year in a very positive way that's just my advice to you but have a good time just be smart all right love you guys until next year bye bye jake lived in an orphanage with nine other young boys in the winter time it seemed any extra money went for coal to heat the old buildings At Christmas, the building always seemed a little warmer and the food a little more plentiful, but more than this, Christmas meant an orange. It was the only time of year such a rare treat was provided, and it was coveted by each boy like no other thing they had ever possessed. Each boy saved his orange for several days, admiring it, feeling it, loving it, and contemplating the moment he would eat it. Some would even save it until New Year's Day or later. Much like many of us would relish saving our Christmas trees and decorations until New Year's, just to remind us of the joy of Christmas. This particular Christmas Day, Jake had broken the orphanage rules by starting a fight. The orphanage mother took Jake's orange away as punishment for breaking the rules. Jake spent Christmas Day empty and alone. Nighttime came and Jake would not sleep. Silently, he sobbed, because this year he would not have his orange to savor with the other boys. A soft hand placed on Jake's shoulder startled him, and an object was quickly shoved into his hands. The child then disappeared into the dark to leave Jake alone to discover a strange-looking orange, an orange made from segments of nine other oranges, nine highly prized oranges that had to be eaten that Christmas night instead of saved admired and cherished until a later date. And that is the story of the Christmas Orange.